Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of the VA Hunting Bros. This is Missouri 2021 Part 2. Lowell, welcome back to the podcast. Man, Eldon, it's been a while. Sure has. Been a while, but here I sit. Probably forgot some more details by now, it's been so long. I'm sure. Yeah. So this is the VA Hunting Bros in Missouri. That's correct. Would we be the Missouri Hunting Bros? No, because we're from VA, duh. I guess. Okay. Anyway, so in the last episode, uh, Lowell got the monkey off of all of our backs by shooting a buck um, Wednesday night of the week that we were there. And yes. so he was technically done for the week. And, and he was already thinking about heading back to Virginia and starting to rut hunt yeah, around home. Yeah. But... He had just driven 15 hours to Missouri with his family and wasn't going to be so easy just to drag them. And they were enjoying hanging out with their cousins. Yeah, and many, many factors stuff. So he went into just, hanging around so a few days for pull, you. Yeah. yeah. Plus, you had to shoot one yet, and I had to help you get it out. Well, there you go. So we, I guess we just jump back in. We we're going to kind of cover the rest of the week here in this episode. Uh, Thursday morning... I slept in because uh, it was 10, 30, 11 until we got back Yeah, in. and then we had to get cleaned up and it whatever. Was just the deer a, hung up. It was kind of a late night. Yeah. And I think we, we ended up driving around. Yeah, I think we thing. drove around some. I don't to even look, 100% out, remember where check, I ended up. Do you remember? Check, um, check parking lots. Yeah. Didn't you? That head was, up I went to that other place to the I? new piece of yeah. public that we checked out the first night. Yep. You're just like, well, let me get in really early in here. And yeah. So you. It's all slowly coming back yeah. to me now. So it's kind of a. It's not a huge piece of public, but it's decent size. Um, and I went into the couple of places we had looked at. And I was also looking on a map and then driving around some when I first got there. And and there's kind of a back edge. There's a road up along it. And I slipped up in there. Paved road or gravel road? Buff. Bluff. uh, Gravel road. Okay. Yeah. Um, Yeah, it's kind of a weird place. It's like there's this little church way back in there way back dirt roads like it almost felt eerie driving in there anyhow so i got in i don't know fairly went to the church and prayed it would have (laughs) helped probably i got in like two o'clock i don't know maybe people who don't think prayer goes into deer hunting it's they just don't know about deer hunting. something (laughs) no it was even earlier than that i think i got in like 12 or 12 30 Anyhow, I, I think got, it was earlier. I think you had it up there like nine nine thirty. Yeah, I don't know. It was pretty early. I think it was at least noon till I got in, but I could be wrong. Yeah. Maybe it was eleven. I spent all day working my deer up. Yeah. So I set up off of the bottom edge of a, a kind of a clear cut area, but it wasn't like super brushes. Had some grass in it and stuff. But a good transition area. There was a lot of sun, a lot of rubs, uh, a lot of good trails, some scrapes. And uh, one, one thirty, a uh, little, 
little buck. I can't remember how big he was, but he came and bedded at like 30 oh, yards. That's right. And he stayed there like most of the afternoon. It's like, this is a nice guy. I'll hang out with him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then throughout the afternoon, another little buck came through. Um, I could have shot either of these. I mean, it would have been 25, 30-yard poke, but it could have worked out. And nothing happened basically the rest of the day. I packed up and I was just putting everything down, dropping everything down with my rope. And I heard something coming through the woods. And I still had my bow up here. I guess I hadn't dropped everything. And it was like just a little past, but it was in the woods and it was a little dark. And uh, anyhow... A really nice buck came to a a rub or a scrape about 20 yards away, but it was through some brush, and I could never see exactly how big he was, but he was a very, very nice deer. 170s, 160s? I don't know, probably 120s, (laughs) 130s. (laughs) But for me... Shooter. A definite shooter, yeah. It was like I could see kind of the outline of the deer and and a bunch of white above his head. (laughs) Yeah. So this was uh, Thursday night. Thursday evening. Yep. So I got on down, came I drove out. around, I think, that night, and I saw a nice buck um, at that, that come out of that piece where you had hunted the first morning we were out there. Okay. There were a couple guys in the parking lot, but basically the deer comes hauling up through this bottom, a nice, nice deer, and past their vehicles in the parking area 60 70 yards and cruises on through over into this other he would have ended up on public yeah he left public and then would ended up back on public so we i filed that away basically my i was just trying to drive around look at parking areas and learn stuff for future years and to try to get you on something so you came back home thursday evening did you leave your stuff up there? Uh-uh. Okay, I can't remember. No. Looking back, I probably should have, but I didn't. So the next morning, I went back over there, same place. Same area. Same area, but a, a little bit up. And I actually, I think it was a little better set up as far as how it all set up. But then I didn't see it. And anything, to get there, so. you, you had to leave pretty early. I mean, you yeah, got- 4.30. Yeah, because it gets light earlier because time change hadn't happened. Or no, it's the other way around. Right. later, but yeah. still, it was no, um, 40 minutes. It was 45 up minutes there. up there, yeah. Especially anyway. because you're on the far side up in the back corner. And it just takes longer to go in in the dark and to get set up in the dark. And So this was Friday morning. Yep. I don't think I saw anything that whole morning, you, did I? No. Yeah. And then did you end up moving? Or did you yeah. stay there all day? No, I got down. Oh, that's right. We decided, you decided, okay, you're going to go check this bow-only area. Yeah, which the is temperatures about 45 minutes from where from I was. From this place. It's kind of a big Probably triangle. an hour yeah. from home. Yeah. From so I drove base. up there by, what, noon? That's right. Or one. This was a place we hunted trip number two. Yeah. That's where I shot. Hit, hit that book, scratched exactly. it. Yep. And so I went up there, find? and there was just crawling with people like it was depressing people were like flies it was like yeah. a plague there was a couple like state. 
A couple of out-of-the-way places that I was like, well, I'll check those out yet. And they had people in them, too, so I was like, well, I guess I'll head back to that place I was this morning. So I headed back over there to a different area on the on the public. Um, actually, it was, I think that was a really good spot, uh, looking back. Uh-huh. Uh, I got set up. A little buck came by, some does came by, some turkeys came by. It just wasn't the right buck, unfortunately. And so that was Thursday evening. No, Friday evening. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Friday evening. Saturday morning, what did I do? I think I went back Uh, into that place. It was the first day. We should pause here. Um, Oh, right. Thursday, uh, I was coming back from... You ran... I think I had to run to town to get something. Yeah. On the way to town, I saw this buck in a field locked down with the doe. I stopped and talked to that other landowner Yeah, yeah. about hunting his place, and he said no. And I was just getting back to the house, and exactly. um, they saw the people we stay at, my or Your in-laws. my in-laws, they had saw a, 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 they saw a nice deer run across the road, and basically, their place is very open, like yeah. hardly any trees on it. It's like some fence lines, yeah. some hedgerows. Anyway, yeah. so um, my nephew, yeah, he <laughs> they saw this deer. So he went tearing down to his deer stand, got in his deer stand, and 10 minutes later, this deer that they saw enter their property comes cruising yeah. by him on this fence row, and he plugs it with his bow. Yeah, really nice and, eight point. And buck. the deer runs <laughs> 60, 70, 80 yards <laughs> and falls into the. I mean, he 10 ringed it. Yeah, beautiful, and, beautiful um, deer, so beautiful that was, shot. That hit us. We were like, man, deer are moving everywhere. Yeah. And it was crazy. So, yeah, then. We, yeah, uh, I helped him field dress it. That was that was all happened on Thursday. Yeah, yeah. So here we are, Friday evening. Did Friday you evening. See anything else? Not that evening. Okay. Saturday morning, I went where? I don't think you hunted. We we decided we're going to drive around again. Hmm. I thought for sure I hunted. No, we decided we're going to drive, do big loops, just try to find something. Overlook spot, I'm whatever. I'm pretty sure I went back into that spot I was the first morning because no. I went in there three times. No, you didn't. I because did. we drove around together and we saw that big deer locked on that doe 300 yards from public. Yeah, maybe. On that, <laughs> where that pond was, right by the road. Yeah, I know we did that at some point. That but was, I it was the a morning. Later in the morning. That, then you went back into that piece of public. Yeah, maybe so. I don't know. I was sure I hunted that morning, though. That's weird. I don't think so. I think we did a big loop through stuff. I we're definitely just, need to take notes. We were trying to glass and find, yeah. like, at that point, we thought we might could catch bucks locked on, yeah. locked down with does and well, open we had areas. Seen, we had seen, seen some a bucks number that had of, yeah. does locked in places. Weird places, and so that was sort of our strategy. Yeah. I guess in hindsight, I could have done that myself, and you could have... Live and learn. So I'm pretty learn. sure we both drove around. There. Maybe so. That's my memory. Yeah. It's probably right. And so we we yeah. saw a nice buck. Yeah, he was a big nine pointer. I yeah. got a picture of him with my That's phone. That's right. Yeah, he was good deer, and he was very close to public. 
couple hundred yards. And he had this doe, like otherwise wide open, and he yeah. had this doe pushed up against this little pond right against the road. Yeah, I mean, yeah. 30 yards off the road. And as we were driving back or forth, we saw a buck cross the road from public to private. I yeah, think out of this, yeah, this little chunk of public, yeah. which was near nearby. Yeah. And so we're like, okay, well, this we is look- a... Looked at this it on the map, then it's spot. like it made perfect sense as right. a cruising avenue. Like, just connect. There's a connection through there. There's some thick bedding. This um, little kind of out of the way piece of public. There's one yeah. parking area and I guess a road where they could park yeah. along. Yeah, but it it would make sense to go like straight back into this piece of public, not where you ended up going. So you're like, I need to get in there. Yeah, we that like, was basically yes, how it all Yes, you do need to get in there. <laughs> so you got in there at probably 9.30 or 10. No, it was a little later, okay. I think. I it mean, was pretty early. I think it was 11 or so at least. There was one guy in the parking lot already. Well, it was 11 till I got in. When There was no one in that parking area when yeah. we saw the deer. Yeah. And there had been previously. Earlier that morning. But the, no. Earlier in the week, yeah, we had seen yeah. people, but that particular day there was like no one there. But by the time you got home, grabbed your stuff, and got back, there was one truck, I think. But yep. you're like, well, no one's going to go where to I'm the going. Little dumb place I'm yeah. going. Yeah, yeah. So no, you got a, in there early and didn't see much. No, it was very quiet. And it was like, a warm man, afternoon, pretty warm. I was starting to think, like, man, this is dumb. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, every time I look at my map, it's like there's, I don't this know, a couple sense. of acres of very thick bedding. I'm right on well, the bottom been, edge of if it. If you'd have popped into that place first, if we'd have thought about it, if you'd well, got in there first thing, probably that buck yeah. we, we saw run. He would have went right across the me, road. Probably. would have went by you. So. Oh, the other thing, like as I was going in, like there's just rubs tore up. Scrapes like is a very almost as good a sign as we've as I've seen out there. Scrubs, scrubs, yes. So the afternoon ticks long, and about four o'clock, I suddenly realize that there's a deer at about 25 yards, and he's on a roll and he has horns, and he's a really nice buck. So I grab my bow as quick as I can. He's kind of some in my saddle facing the tree. He comes in at about 11 o'clock. So just off center to the left, like just like you want him to. And he's coming on a trail that goes right by me at 12, 14 yards. So I grab my bow, clip on. Were you set, which side of that, were you set up? Against the property line side, or were you back yeah, towards I was the parking area? Twenty yards off of the private park, uh, private line. The Facing trail was public between yeah, you the and the parking area. The trail was between me and public. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Private was like and a so he open came, field. He so. came left to right or right to left. No, was he, he came, heading towards the he road? He came front left to back left. Was he heading away from the road? Away from the road, road? yeah. So he crossed the road. Yeah, like it could have been that buck we saw that morning. Yeah, Um, that's very interesting. I didn't really realize that. So he crossed the road and popped into this brushy section. Yeah, exactly. So he came by, and just till I got everything around, there was a bunch of cedar branches in the way. Like, 
there was some holes in there. I was trying to move around where I could get a, a hole to work. I actually drew too, so I was looking through my peep trying to find a hole to poke through. And, and he stopped, but he was behind all this stuff. Did you stop him, grunt him, or he stopped No, on his he own? stopped on his own. If I'd have thought sooner, I could have tried to stop him in the one hole Earlier. I had, but I wouldn't have been drawn yet yeah. anyhow it's just a, a zoo and it all happened so fast and then i was about to puke because he he was gone and like you know we always say you hunt all week you get one good chance and and i was like oh man there and he was blew. a good deer right <laughs> yeah like he was eight or ten i don't know he was definitely a shooter and i quit looking at that point yeah. i mean i saw so him for maybe 20 seconds maybe 25 <laughs> seconds um, but yeah, that so bow hunting, you get in tight and it's thick stuff. Like you don't have a lot of time to make a decision or right. poke one in there. Sure they it's just a lot of bunch of stuff a lot of like things that. you're thinking about. So if you had set up lower on the tree, do you think you'd have had a better shot? Not in that particular tree. You think you'd have been better? I'd have been the on the ground, maybe. But he might have picked me off then yeah, too. It's that's like, a variable. Yeah. I mean, what I did would have worked. I just should have been a little more awake. Anyway, I guess. so you were <laughs> awake then at this point. Yeah. I actually held my bow the rest of the evening. So it's, you know, it's a couple of seconds there would have yeah. made a big difference. Anyhow, so I don't know, five, five thirty, uh, a little doe comes rolling through, like just rolling right under my tree. I was like, oh, this is a good sign. This yeah. is a hot doe. Sure enough, there was a little buck or two came through with her. Uh, and then one buck, I could see he had three on one side, and I was like, he probably has brow tones. He's probably a shooter. He wasn't huge, um, but he didn't cooperate, uh, and I wanted to make sure he had brow tines before I would have shot him. And I was still thinking about that big buck, right. and I'm like, Man, it all messes with your mind. Uh, so they went on, and then I could see him just occasionally out. There's kind of a, a cutover out past where I was at, and I could see him just a little bit out there. And they kind of made a big circle and came back in towards the bedding area. And uh, I don't know, a little after six, the same... Uh, buck came back through the smaller one and he still had three on one side he came to about well so i saw him coming at about 30 yards i went ahead and drew because he's had a behind a cedar tree and i could draw well without him seeing me and he kind of came down through a little dip and was headed right towards my tree at about 15 yards and at that point, I was like, oh, yeah, he's definitely got a brow tines. He's a pretty nice little eight-pointer. And if he gives me a shot, he's in trouble. And uh, so he started to turn. It's like he was coming straight towards me, started to turn, and uh, started to go behind the same cedar branches this other one had, uh, but a fair bit closer. I don't know. He was probably about he eight or ten He was coming. Yards from deeper in the public towards the road yeah no, uh-uh. no he was, he was still way. coming yeah he made a big loop so he came I guess. from the road went past I, me then made a loop yeah. back through okay 
I should show you on a map how it actually worked. Anyhow, I found a hole and he cooperated and about, I don't know, probably 12 yards or so. You let the prime eat. Slipped that little arrow right through him and it just all worked out very beautiful. I saw him run 35, 40 yards and pile up. Tipped over. So I called you and you and your nephew came and helped me drag him out. And we were all tickled because yeah everyone else was shooting deer and yeah well so it was saturday deer. night yeah y'all were gonna head home sunday i think yeah we were um, gonna head home and you're gonna hang out maybe yeah a few i was more gonna days. keep hunting it just felt like anything could happen still right right and, and but I, it was I you knew the that next week off like, anyway if I would leave and make getting them out a little bit trickier and stuff. So yeah, all yeah. And I was stuff. totally beyond waiting for bigger deers. Like, it's a good legal deer. Yep. Um, this probably isn't going to happen. I'm not going to get this chance. But so many more times, yeah. even if I stay out here for three or four more days, anyhow. Well, plus you have the factor of the pressure and all that stuff, yeah. too. Yeah, Anyhow. So we thumped so. him, made a good shot. We got him out. Nice, yep. nice deer. Some guys helped us drag him out, actually, a guy. Yeah, a couple of uh, just public Local land hunters, yes. Yeah. Everyone was rocking saddles. Yeah, in the that was fascinating. Area, three, four guys. Yep. And so I think I think that just goes to show you that people are more mobile than ever and mm-hmm. getting back to yep. every little crook and cranny and so forth. So we went home, worked. We worked him up yet that night. Went ahead and quartered him up. Yep. And then you figured out something to do with the meat the other exactly. day, donated it to a needy family. No, gave it to <laughs> a cousin a of mine who uh, was a couple hours south of where we were. Yeah. Anyway. So I, I made a little loop down there on the way home and so dropped it off. Tagged out, uh, got our meat. I'd taken mine to a processor and yeah. got it delivered back and frozen stuff so we loaded up and basically all headed for virginia that sunday that's right some of us were sick by that point and uh, so it was sort of a disaster oh y'all did get kind of sick that's right but anyway yeah that's beside the point so we we survived out on public land in missouri well well, we still have we two still tags. have two tags. <laughs> We're talking about the late season. Yeah. They go till January the fifteenth. Yeah, it's weird how uh, yeah, that messes with that your mind. Messes with your mind. So yeah. anyway, um, not not huge bucks, decent deer. No. Um, exactly. I'd we, go shoot mine again. I'm pretty sure you would do in the late season. Oh yeah, I thought we talked. We'd probably you know <laughs> hold out. Well, late season. It's going to be tough hunting. So, but yeah. I think next year, if we go back again during the you know first part of November, we'd probably hold out for something a little better. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, um, yeah. So, what are some things we're kind of taking away from? But from this, season? I mean, there again, then you think about all the pressure, and it's like, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So the takeaways, uh, some of the things we were thinking about, uh, you know. Hiking deep uh, might still work some yeah, places, yeah. but people are getting in there. People are everywhere. E-bikes, 
This, yeah, we that, saw I don't know how many e-bikes, numerous ones. So um, it just seems like maybe overlooked stuff might be where it's at. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to be afraid to try to find a private piece either. Like, yeah. Yep. Just knock on a door. Um, I've talked to a couple farmers while I was out there. The one I talked to was very nice. He just had someone else hunting it. Yeah. And he said, if it wouldn't have been for that. <laughs> uh, another farmer we talked to a couple of years ago, he gave us access through his farm. Yeah, which cut like a mile and a half off of public. hiking in. So, you know, I, I would definitely keep an open mind about that. For sure. And I think maybe uh, open stuff and like it's just – don't have to be really complicated to find a decent fence row that connects these. Yeah. I mean, there, there are huge fields in some parts. It yeah. varies. There's yeah. some south, the southern part of where we hunt is definitely more rolling, more wooded. But north, I mean, there's wide open fields. Would, and then the these, deer we saw generally driving around were, were cruising on a yeah, fence row. It just, and, they don't need a lot of cover yeah. in that. Yeah. So, if you can find a place like that, less likely to be other hunters, and I mean it's just a funnel. Sit on it, yeah. and it can happen. Yeah. So staying in the tree as much as possible. I mean, yeah. I saw a number of decent, not decent deer. I saw a number of deer mid afternoon. That buck, the nice big one, came by a little after four. Yeah. Like, generally, we were in the woods by four before, but, like, it's just the, you take a week off, you go to Missouri, might as well spend Better put the full day the in the tree as much as you can. Yeah. And, like, don't hesitate to drive around and try to yeah, get a visual on deer. you're finding that little corner was basically a result of driving yeah, around exactly. Saturday. Like, it's just the place we had overlooked. <laughs> right. Never would have thought yeah, about I, it. Yeah, I just, I'm more and more, I'm thinking, like, just dumb spots. Yeah. Brushy, yeah. little brushy spots right off the road, man. That's, yeah. especially if they connect uh, in the bigger picture. Like, like a, on the a travel yeah. corridor between. They could be money. Yeah. And then, yeah, creative access. I mean, hiking yeah, exactly. across the river and boots, whatever. We should get a pair of chest waders. Walk. <laughs> Block, rock, uh, steep, whatever. Just, yeah. So, I don't know. It's fun. Yep. Love to do it again. Yeah. There's nothing like the Midwest during it's, the first week of November. Exactly. It's just a special time to be out in the woods chasing deer. That's right. Uh, yeah. And I mean, every year we've gone out there, we've learned new stuff. It's just you have a, a bag and you keep putting little tricks and not tricks yeah we knew tips and stuff you keep adding to your knowledge base i guess well that's half the reason we do it. it's a ton of fun but yeah. i honestly think it makes us better hunters around yeah. here and wherever i mean it's just different you're out of your yeah. comfort zone and, but uh, you so know forth. to be quite honest it's also nice to have killed deer and it's a little bit of pressure off your back that's but right. you sort of know how i don't know <laughs> they know how to die for you. So. Yeah. All right. Well, that cup of coffee is through me now. One more thing. Heavy arrows. We both had complete pass-throughs, fixed blade broadheads. We were quite impressed with our arrow yep. setup. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 
We're in the upper fives, five yeah, hundred for grain. 50, I think I don't like think that. either one of us is over six hundred. I don't but, think so. Um, broadheads are one twenty fives. Yeah, I think so. Little one fifties, one twenty five. I can't remember for sure. One twenty five. I think. Yeah, definitely look forward to shooting those in the future. Yeah, it's just nice. I mean, I hadn't had a pass through for a number of deer I've shot, and it's just nice to see that little glowing knock and it just kind of zip through there right so we'll uh basically we're recording this so that we can listen to it next year before we go again remind ourselves of all the things that we yeah uh should remember hold out for this year heading out we listened to the stuff we recorded from two years ago and i think that was helpful yeah so we've had some excitement around here in Virginia. We'll talk about that next time. And there's still a month of the season left to go. Yep. It's we'll getting kind of cold, so we should wrap this up so I can turn my heater back on. All right. Thank, thank you, thank you all for listening. We'll talk to you again on the next one. See ya. <laughs>